Hi, this is Heather Johnston. I've been a member at OBC since 2012, and I'm reading Psalm 19, 3 through 6. There is no speech, nor are there words, whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them he has set a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom leaving his chamber, and, like a strong man, runs its course with joy. Its rising is from the end of the heavens, and its circuit to the end of them, and there is nothing hidden from its heat. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Listening Up, a podcast of Ogletown Baptist Church. Heather, thank you so much for reading our verses for today. Meanwhile, you are listening to Chris Morris, one of the associate pastors. Listening Up is a way for us to stay connected over a few verses from God's Word. And today, we're looking at Psalm 19, verses 3 to 6. Now, this spring, uh, the Morris family has been expanding our garden in our backyard. Uh, We've added a number of different vegetables to just tomatoes and jalapenos last year. We've added carrots and some other things, even trying strawberries, uh, along with a variety of flowers and herbs. And as we have had ample time to observe our little sprouts now, it's always amazing to us how each one of them are drawn toward the sun. Whether they're perched in our kitchen window or being fully planted in the backyard, these these little sprouts want sunlight so much that they lean whatever direction they need to in order to get their fill each day. And these little frail sprouts, though simple and weak compared to the large oak tree that provides them some shade, are still incredible creations of God. And though they can't speak, they still proclaim the greatness and glory of God. That's what the first verse of today's passage is talking about. It says, There is no speech, nor are there words whose voice is not heard. Every living thing in all of creation proclaims God's glory, and God sees every single one of them. Let me remind you of the words of the Apostle Paul in Romans 1, where he says that God's invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that no one has an excuse. As David continues in verse 4, he supports Paul's point. By saying, their voice goes out through all of the earth and their words to the ends of the world. There is nowhere that a person can go that is lacking evidence of God's attributes through creation. David then turns his attention to the illustration of the sun, that bright yellow gaseous ball in the sky. This becomes his primary illustration to make his point in these verses. And before we dive into the details that make this an exceptional illustration, I I think it's noteworthy to mention that the sun becomes theologically significant in the Old Testament because of the importance it plays in the pantheon of ancient Near Eastern gods. I'm not going to bore you with with all that history, but but to think through the Egyptians worshipped Ra, the sun god, and many other pharaohs or emperors or kings of, of places like Babylon and Persia would declare themselves gods and then taking on the names related to their sun god, all indicating that there was nothing greater than the sun, and if they were a god, that that was what they wanted to be associated with. 
meanwhile, these verses in Psalm 19 are not deifying the Son or, or declaring the Son to be a God. In fact, these verses are declaring the Son's alignment as a creation under the Most High God. David writes this in verses 4, 5, and 6. In them, all of creation here, he has set a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom leaving his chamber and like a strong man running his course with joy. Its rising is from the ends of the heavens and its circuit to the end of them, and there is nothing hidden from its heat. To dive in here a little bit, David's poetically describing the night sky as a dwelling place, a, a tent or a tabernacle for the sun. So the sun comes out of its tent every day to cross the heavens and returns to its tent at night. God has assigned the sun its place to occupy and its course to run or its track. So David then describes the sun as, as the newly married husband of the bride to reference rejoicing with exuberance over the bride. I think of those little sprouts that just when the sun starts to peek out, they just 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 lunge toward the sun and just can't wait to get enough of him. And so this helps us see see youthfulness and freshness and beauty and vigor and joy. Both the sun and bridegroom are, are radiantly exulting. The bridegroom represents the radiance of the sun and this this runner, the champion, represents the strength and power and endurance of the sun that every day the sun is right there again and again and again. In verse 6, David writes that there is nothing that can be hidden from the sun's heat. Another depiction of the indes inescapableness of the glory of God. It's interesting to me that what can be all comforting for one can be terrifying for another. The fact of the reality that God can see everything can be incredibly comforting to those that he loves and to those he calls his children, but to those who are on the run to those who want nothing to do with God, to those who want to ignore him or hide from him, this verse makes it pretty clear that no God can see all of that. So I encourage you today, Lord willing, step outside with the sole purpose of observing creation, declaring God's greatness and glory. And if perhaps you're listening to this today and the thought of God being able to see all of what's going on if you're on the terrifying side of that, if that's going, this is overwhelming, uh, I, I don't want that. I encourage you to, to open up Psalm 19. Read the whole thing in its entirety. It's not there to shame you or make you feel guilty and condemned. It's there to go, no, please turn. Turn like the little sprouts, like all of this, this creation we see toward the sun. Repent, turn, say, I, I, I want to know this kind of love that this psalm is talking about. Well, thanks again for tuning in to Listening Up. For the latest information about our church, please visit ogletown.org slash updates. Until next time, let's keep setting our minds on things above.